Welcome to Almost 30. This is a mini-sode hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. What's up, Almost 30 Nation? It's Linz. We're so excited to bring you a mini-sode this week. This mini-sode is brought to you by Lunette. It is a menstrual cup made of medical-grade silicone that has truly changed Krista and I's period life. Um, it is so easy to use. You just fold up the cup, insert it, let it go, and it suctions to the walls of your vagina. How about that? You can leave it in for about 12 hours. It's worry-free, clean, healthy. Um, you don't risk bacteria or yeast or odor. It's just way too easy. You're also saving the environment, so go you. So major brownie points there. We would love for you to try Lunette. It comes in different sizes and colors, which is so much fun. Um, uh, I actually have the blue level one and it's working great. So no more tampons, so much money there and risk using a product that has like bleach and chemicals in it. No thanks. Um, so please give it a try. We would love to hear from you. Um, I'm sure it will just change your flow, literally. That was a horrible pun. All right, guys, we love you. Please try Lunette, com. All right, here's our mini for the week. Love you guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's us. Fucking say hi, Lindsay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, You're so rude. <laughs> We're just gonna watch you. <laughs> we also have Steve in the house. We have Steve and Matt in the house. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt's here for the first time. Yeah, Matt is our angel our editor. Um, he gets the uhs, the ums, the likes as much as he can. The ums, the likes. Yeah, our our older listeners are very. A few old, like older listeners, have commented on the liking mm-hmm. thing. The likes. Yeah, so we said, "Don't fucking listen to us." <laughs> Just kidding. So you're like, "Can you take out all the likes?" Yeah, I'm like, "I know you're listening to this on Stitcher, but don't listen to us." <laughs> Just kidding. How are you guys? Yeah. Hope you're good. Join the secret group, please. We are popping off. Yeah, on Facebook. And it's fun. It's fun to just connect with everyone. We had a thread going with everyone's Instagram name. So people are following each other, finding each other. A lot of people are creative entrepreneurs. So it's cool that they post shit too. You know, they're talking about what they're doing with their business, which is nice. So we can kind of connect with that, hear what everyone's doing, just share some of our tips, just be open and honest with each other. So that's amazing. It's from all over the world. It's kind of cool. Love that. And also, we would love for you to rate and review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It just really helps us out, helps us get visibility, helps yep. us get better, more, more sponsors who are mm-hmm. great. We've had, we have some amazing ones going right now. So yeah. please subscribe to our newsletter so that you can get the special codes that we've mentioned in mm-hmm. previous episodes. You can go to our website to subscribe. And yeah, and just like let us know if you want to have someone on the podcast mm-hmm. or we if have good you, guests coming up. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. April's yeah. going to be real good for guests. Yeah. We're super pumped. All right. So today we have some listener questions. Mm -hmm. And they're not like about dating or anything like that. So yeah, no, sorry. So if you're looking for that, sorry, move on. Looking for that. (laughs) I couldn't think of a joke. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just am. I really just be you. Yeah. Just be me. I'm going to be me. Just be you. Hey guys. Okay. So these are questions that we got from the secret almost 30 podcast group. So I want to just chat about them with you during this episode. Keep it listener focused. There's other questions that we'll probably answer in another episode. Chloe asked, 
how do you keep your passion alive from your 20s to 30s? That's such a good question. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like knowing that the fact that I've always and for, for other people, it might be different, but I've always wanted to be an actress. You know, I've always been creative. So just knowing that that has lived inside of me since literally I could remember. That is so true. And it kind of just keeps me grounded and keeps me going, keeps me excited. Yeah. Because I don't think everyone has that. So, you know, in my own little mind, in my head, it's like I feel like special and lucky that I've had that since I was really little. Yeah. So to honor that like through the kind of craziness of college where you're like, wait, should I be a doctor? Should I be a lawyer? Should I be like pursuing something that like, you know, my $200,000 college education actually justifies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like all of those like things are really distracting. Damn, I didn't know BC was that much. Yo, that's crazy. 50 grand a year. Whoa, that's crazy. I mean, it was amazing, but it's not. No, it's worth, not that amazing. It's not worth it. <laughs> well, no, it's like I could have gotten the same education at a state school, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, you know. Yeah. So I think just keeping that vision bright mm-hmm. and the way in which I did that was surround myself with people who had similar mm-hmm drives like mm-hmm. similar energy towards their dreams it wasn't just yep. something that like they were going to do but ideally they were just going to get married and have kids and you know have their job just to sustain that life for me like mm-hmm. my work is going to be my life and I'm I can't wait to have a family and a husband to you know as well mm-hmm. I'm, it, for me it's not like working to sustain that it's like my work is going to be a huge part of my mm-hmm. life yeah so surrounding yourself with people who also like feel that way definitely helps because it gets like re- real loud out there. Yeah. It gets really loud. People have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. And they're all on Facebook. They're all on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I love that. Thanks. I think for you? me, keeping my passion alive, I think the number one thing, like Lindsay said, is like-minded people. So being around people that have a passion is super important. So if you have something that's like your thing, your your passion, to, to use the word again, you're going to have that commonality where you're going to have that thing where you love or you both understand that you are doing what you're doing every single day to get closer to that end goal. So it's super important. Like if you're not hanging out with people that have – hobbies or interests or a passion of their own outside of what they normally may do, then you need to find someone that's going to be want wanting more. You know, I hang out with only people that want more out of life than to be at a nine to five and then get wasted on the weekends. No offense to anyone. Steve turns around. <laughs> love you, dude. <laughs> Fucking love you, dude. Thank you so much for doing that. And we literally need people to do that to me every day. But for me, it's like that's a number one. So like I need to surround myself with people that are creative, that are doing their own shit, that are creating, that are just that have a drive and that are doing more than, you know, doing more than me or just supportive of that. So mm-hmm. like minded people is obviously number one. Something really random too, like to, to your point of when you grew up and you always knew you wanted to be an actress. I've had probably the most support randomly from of people from my hometown and people mm. from my high school um, that are supportive of me and supportive of my dream and supportive of what I'm doing. I get people that contact me all the time and reach out and say the nicest things. And it's 
to me, one of the biggest compliments because it's such a testament to the fact that they saw that vision for me too. You know what I mean? Like even when I was in high school that I was a creative person or they could see me doing that. So what I'm doing right now isn't far off of the person that I was in high school in the sense that I was always creative. I was always doing more. I was always outgoing or whatever. So that means a lot to me that even then I was a nice person or even then I had the support of people that were my friends or maybe Mm -hmm. not my friends or not my community. But knowing that from a long time ago, I was on this journey and people saw that for me too. So I think if you are creating, if you are doing, there's going to be other people that see that for you and you need to like make sure that that you're in your your life, Mm -hmm. you know, in support of that. And I think another thing to keep your passion alive, I think this is like number one and it's underrated is doing it every day. Every You need to do it every day. You need to make it your habit. You need to make it part of you. And with that, you need to make it your part of your identity. So if you're doing it every single day, it's going to become a habit and it's going to become more ingrained into your path than ever before. You can't be doing it a few times a week, you know, maybe a few times a week, depending on what your passion is. But something about it needs to be ingrained in your everyday. Yeah. 100 blog is ingrained in my everyday. Almost 30 is ingrained in my everyday. And I think for a lot of people that are super successful, they are doing some aspect of it every day. Maybe it's visualizing, you know, once a day. Maybe it's writing down in their gratitude journal about their business every single day. Maybe it's making money so they could sustain that part of their business every single day. You know, you need to be thinking about it in some capacity and it needs to be a part of your life. And I think that's so important. And as I was saying before in that point, having it be a part of your identity, I think that's been critical for me. That 100 blog and almost 30 is now part of my identity because now people expect that of me. So people, it's kind of like I have to do it now. I have to create content. I have to do these things because people expect that of me and that kind of keeps me going too. So I'm like, oh, you know, I need to do a post because people are expecting me to do a post every day or people are expecting me to share these things with them. And Hunter Blog is part of my identity. So people are asking me about that. People are, they see that as me. So that really drives me too, because it's like one in the same. Yeah. Hold you accountable. The exactly. consistency. Yep. Yep. Like I, I just thought about it the other day, like this, you know, even though I've like always wanted to be an actress, I don't think until in the last few years, I've really had the consistency or made mm. it a part of my everyday. But like this podcast showed me that I can be consistent Mm, yeah you know Mm -hmm. and two you don't have to do it alone and like this teamwork the teamwork is really important it doesn't mean like oh I have to buddy up with someone and become like an actress Mm -hmm. we both have to become actresses Mm -hmm. together it's just you know supporting on people for advice Mm -hmm. guidance Mm -hmm. networking connections just constantly because Mm -hmm. you can't do it alone it because it does become overwhelming Mm -hmm. but if I wake up every day and we we start talking like right away in the mm-hmm. morning and it just kind of holds me accountable to like keep focused mm-hmm. and and get what I need to get done in mm-hmm. the day in order to, for the episode to come out tomorrow or for, you know, X, Y, and Z for totally. our listeners to feel heard for whatever. And it's just, it's proven to me and I think it's going to affect me, you know, as an actress, as a soul cycle instructor, as even just as like a friend or a human being, like mm-hmm. that I can be consistent, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't think I was consistent. Totally. A lot of my life a lot I would of start people, something it's hard for that I would start something and give it up yep you know hard. yep so yeah and I think with that it's kind of like and the last thing that I'll say about it but 
it's your passion or what you love is something that you love, but you don't need to love it every day. Mm -hmm. So there are days when you're going to not be as passionate or in love with what you're doing, and that's okay. But it still needs to be a part of it. And you can't just like give up on it just because one thing's difficult. So if you're setting up your business and you have a day where you're like, fuck, I need to be, I need to make myself an LLC and I need to make myself legal um, or I need to do my taxes as a small business owner or I need to you know, go to my nine to five and to make the money to support my outside business, you aren't going to always be having fun. You should be having fun the majority of the time. And a lot of that is within your perspective, but you need to always keep going. You know, it's not always going to be easy. So no matter what, you just always need to keep going. Yeah. The sacrifice is a thread throughout. Yeah. You're either going to be sacrificing your relationships. You're going to be sacrificing, Mm -hmm. you know, your happiness sometimes just like, you know, little bits of it, like you said, but there's always going to be a sacrifice. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Put a bow on that shit. Yeah. Think. Think. You're welcome, Chloe. Okay. Love that. Next question from Britt Johnson. Routines, habits, and daily time management. We all have the same hours in a day. How can we all be Beyonce or Oprah? Have an assistant. I love bread. <laughs> Was that an Oprah reference? Yeah. Come on, guys. Hey. 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 Look alive, everyone. <laughs> yeah, get a million assistants. Yeah, I'm sweating my ass off right now. Okay, so routines, habit, um, and daily time management. I think something that happened this weekend with Lindsay and I with her car breaking or her getting a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's a great driver. Um, <laughs> just kidding. She's a great driver. But her, she got a flat tire. We had to pull over on the side of the road by like a China City buffet. And we got help immediately, which was an angel, truly. But it didn't take a lot of time for us to figure out a solution to what was going on. And a lot of my quote unquote success in time management, it, I attribute to not freaking out. I attribute probably like 80% of my success in being able to get a lot done to not freaking out. Mm-hmm. Something comes up, I'm not going to freak out. You just waste so much time freaking out and you need to be solution oriented. No matter what's going on in your life, you need to always be solution oriented because your freaking out is a freaking waste of time. Yeah, I understand there's like definitely times when you need to vent or you need to talk to someone like, oh, I completely agree with that, but a lot of times you really just need to be solution oriented to what's going on and kind of like not waste as much time being, oh God, you know, oh, woe is me or like, I'm so stressed about this. I'm so stressed about that. It's like everything will get done. Everything will get done in due time. And by kind of marinating on the bad feelings of anxiousness, of stress, you're just really wasting time. Yeah. And I think wasting time and wasting energy it literally Mm -hmm. takes so much out of me it even takes a lot out of me to listen to people when they Mm -hmm. are just freaking out instead of finding a solution Mm -hmm. but I think for me yes that hasn't always been the case I think there was a time where I would just revert to freaking out Mm -hmm. because maybe people around me Mm -hmm. have the habit of freaking out Mm -hmm. but also just remembering that like I've always gotten through yeah 100% like I've always gotten through so like it almost becomes like this like internal little like giggle it's Mm -hmm. like okay Mm Lynn like how can you get through this Mm -hmm. and you like it's just like okay this is like almost Mm -hmm. like a game totally and it's like you think about like coming out the other side Mm -hmm. it's like doing that visualization of like okay cool Mm -hmm. for us last night with the flat tire it's Mm -hmm. like cool all right I'm just like visualizing us at dinner like laughing about Mm -hmm. this Mm because we have to be at dinner in like 20 minutes it's like okay I'm just gonna like yeah we're gonna get through it pulled over we're like all right cool who has triple a yeah. You know, she's been like, all right, cool. This is, this is, it is what it is. Now mm-hmm. what can we do? Yep. You know what I mean? Just taking every situation as literally does what it is. Yep. So remembering that, you know, and being 
mindful of that. Like I got my when I got my car stolen, I got my car stolen in Chicago, and it was like I literally knew it. I was like, oh, we went walked up to my car. I'm like, mm, my car's stolen. And they're like, no, it's not. Where is it? Like, blah, blah, blah. Maybe Barack was in town, got towed, whatever. I think that happened before. But when I found out my car was stolen, it was like, it is what it is. You know, it's kind of like, what can you do? I can't freak out now. What what could you do? Kind of like, okay, now we got to move forward. Yeah, I don't have a car. What can you do now? I'm not going to cry. It's in the past. You just got to move on. And I think that saves me the most time. Yeah. Another daily time management thing that I do is I don't watch TV. So that's, I know that sounds annoying. I sound like pretentious as fuck when I say that, but it's not of interest to me. So maybe if I had a show that I liked, I would do that. But that saves me like three hours a day, two hours a day, you know, at night or on the weekends or whatever, by not watching TV, I'm saving a lot of time that I could be doing something lame, like stretching or meditating or cleaning or going on a walk or, you know, food prepping or something like that. I definitely see the value in TV, like in relaxing and kind of taking your mind off things. And there are definitely times where I watch TV like once every two weeks or something like that. I'll watch like Clueless or like Encino Man. <laughs> um, but I just save a lot of time not doing that kind of task. Because I mean, dude, you could get sucked into eight hours of fucking TV. Oh, for sure. Or eight hours of like YouTube. I don't do that. But I know a oh lot of people God. who are like addicted to yeah. YouTube. Yeah. But I think for, like for me, I'm sensitive like, cause I don't watch TV that much, mm-hmm. but I know it's almost like sometimes I have to, um, force myself mm. and that sounds bad, but because of the nature of like my work, mm, so true. I should be watching, so true. you know, shows that interest me and following actresses that I admire and kind of see their work mm-hmm. and, and want to know like their processes and mm-hmm. like what they're working on, you know? So, um, I do set aside like 45 minutes to an hour, like at night. Yep. Before I kind of like wind down, mm-hmm. I'll watch something, you know, that that I've heard heard That's about. Good. But yeah, but I don't I'm not watching like mindless television to mm-hmm. settle down. But mm-hmm. dude, it, it's a, it's when I was sick, though, man, I got down. I was like, yeah, every Beverly Hills housewife, like everything. I watched everything. And it was like I started to love it. I was like, yo, I can't wait to like be in my bed all day tomorrow and watch TV. And I was like, oh, my God, I need help. <laughs> I literally needed help. I was like, I need to not. I like turned into it. I was like, I never want to leave. And I always want to watch TV. It was bad. So I'm like out of that. Mm. And then another thing for time management that I think about, too, is the social media thing. That's hard for me. But I think by blocking it out at times of the day. So like in the morning, I'll do social media time for like 15 minutes. I'll do it at lunch for like half hour. And then I'll do it at the end of the day. So blocking out specific times when I'm going to be on social media kind of helps me not like aimlessly be on social media all day long. It's very smart. Yeah. I find myself aimlessly on just randomly throughout the day Mm -hmm. because my schedule is so random. Mm -hmm. So I don't have those blocks always open. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good suggestion. Yeah. Or just doing it. It's like a time suck. Doing it like before not right when you get up Mm because i hate that not right before you go to bed but kind of bookmarking like the busy times of my day yep also i think saying no has been like something i'm learning yeah because i don't i'm not a person to say no i kind of always want to like be there and show up and like be there for people and and whatever so i've been saying no more often yeah and ever since moving out here i think (laughs) i'd like to know when (laughs) can i have an example of that yeah like when you know, people ask you to go, oh, yeah, we're meeting. It's usually sh- social. Oh, yeah. You know, and Didn't it's you like, say yes all the time. No, 
I'm like people ask me to go out every weekend and I yeah, just true. humble brag. You know what I mean? No, but like just like friends and it's just like oh we're going here. I mean, granted they you know. Yeah. It's probably just so because they have like an open seat at their yeah, like totally, eight person totally. dinner. Like, and like someone oh, dropped out. Yeah, who's coming? Yeah, literally. But like, I kind of, I almost do like a fast forward yeah. in my mind. I'm like, okay, so if I, it's probably bad at like overanalyzing. But if I stay out, okay, I'm probably gonna stay out till midnight, and then I'm only gonna get about what six hours of sleep because I have to be out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's not how I want to start my next day. Yeah. So just being like very aware of like what serves you and what doesn't just on that day but sometimes a friend's in town and you never see them and it's really inconvenient but it's like it is worth it to me to see them yeah. and connect with them and it's usually always worth it yeah but just being like specific yeah about what you want to do and the last thing i would say get help yeah i think getting help is key yeah. for time management helping you have more time in your day helping you be, be more purposeful about the time you have so i get food delivery almost every week i get my mm. food delivered from clean la k-l-e-n K-L-E-A-N. Mm-hmm. Clean LA. <laughs> I'm special. Clean LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Obsessed with it. They love. deliver my meals. They're super clean and amazing. And then I also have a cleaner that cleans same, our house. Same. So, it's like a game changer. It's a game changer. And the first time I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to pay this. And then when it was done, I was like, this. It's so worth it. Everything. So if you can afford that or, you know, if that's something that you're thinking about doing, there's also other meal deliveries that are more affordable. Or it, I just know cooking's not my thing. I know cleaning's not my thing. I'm going to be a great great wife um <laughs> but just figure out what it is in your life that's causing you stress or causing you anxiety or kind of where you're wasting a lot of time where you think you could be doing something else and maybe automate that or get help yeah shout out to clone money our intern who has helped almost 30 exactly hire help literally yeah like yeah yeah exactly that's helped Delegate. so much with almost 30 mm-hmm. okay and our last question okay last question risks you've taken to get on your path mm. i get those goosebumps every time <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, this is from Jess, my angel food coach. Dude, oh, Justin just sent a reminder for the fucking phone. You guys, really quick, before we get into this question, Justin got, did I tell you Justin got delivered that cell phone? So Amazon oh, accidentally yeah. sent Justin an iPhone 6S Plus right. instead of headphones. $300 were the headphones. Right. So they charged yeah. him for the headphones because they never got them. So I got the phone. <laughs> He's, he, I'm paying him, him in installments for it. He's paying, making me pay in installments. I love Justin. So he just requested the fourth installment like two days ago, and I haven't paid it. He just sent me a reminder right now. Like, yo, dude, I got it. Okay, I'll give you your installment. I love you. <laughs> Anyways. I love that. Yeah, it's really fun. So order headphones on Amazon. Hopefully you get an iPhone. You heard it here. Yeah. Okay. Use code almost 30. Yeah, use code almost 30 with Amazon. They're a big, they're our biggest and best sponsor. Shout out. Okay, risks you've taken in your life to get on your path. I think like risks for me that were necessary to really lock into my path. Mm. Relationships were kind of a big one. Just because mm. I wasn't that ma- like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't think I was mature enough to be able to separate the two in a way that was productive for mm. both sides. Mm. So one would usually suffer. Mm. But I know for me, I just like have this like very strong feeling that my career right now is the most important. I think that whatever relationship comes to me or whatever happens later on will. So a risk you took was getting out of that relationship. Yeah. 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 Just kind of like like hurting people. Like, you know what I mean? You hurt people along the way. It's like it's just kind of stepping out of it. Yeah. Stepping on them. Knowing like in their faces. Yeah. literally. (laughs) 
crushing them. <laughs> Taking their hearts, smashing it on the pavement. <laughs> you just know your gut instinct is 100%. I was actually thinking of that me. too. My, my, a risk I took was getting out of a, a long-term relationship mm-hmm. that I'm in and knowing that there was something more greater. There was something that's a better fit for me. Yeah. And I mean, so many people when I, everyone that knows me like knows exactly what I'm talking about, but it was, I knew that there was some, there was a better fit for me. There was, there was another story mm-hmm. for me. There was mm-hmm. another path for me and taking that risk. People be like, why would you do that? Like, he's so great. He's amazing. Yes. He he's cool. You know, the bomb for someone else and is with someone else. But I knew that taking that risk that there was something on the other side. And I think that's helped me get on my path and that helped me a lot. Something else for me, a risk that I took was quitting my job in January, quitting my job when I was I was working remote in L.A. So I took a job at this small startup company. Um, out of London, was working in New York, and then asked, and then basically told them I was moving to LA. So that was like a risk. I was like, I'm, I want to work remote. They were fine with it. So I was working remote for like six months, and then I quit. It wasn't working for me anymore. It wasn't a fit. Love them, love what they're doing, but it wasn't a fit for me. It was not good. So quitting that job and then taking the risk to work on my blog and then start our podcast for a few months was huge. You know, I foregoed a steady income. I foregoed healthcare benefits, everything like that, so that I could really focus my time and energy into building this, knowing that I'd be caught in the end. And it took a lot longer than I thought. You know, that was really challenging for me. The the money thing was kind of crazy. Like, to be honest, I don't know if I'd suggest to anyone to just quit like that. Like, I'll be real because... I was still spending like I was making that money. I don't know how to – I know there's people that know how to save money. They can think about it and they can kind of strategize and they could figure out how to save money. But I've never been a person like that. If I want – if I – I need to make more money. You know what I mean? Like I'm one of those people like I have a baseline of how much I'm spending kind of no matter what. And I need to be making that amount of money. So I was just draining Mm -hmm. savings. I know it's now it's worth it. And I know now what I should be doing is having a job right now working nine to five, which is a job that I love. I love everyone I work with. I love my boss. It's a perfect fit for me. But just taking that risk to build this and to kind of see what I was made of and see what my path should be. Yeah. So knowing that even if you're going to take a risk and it's a bad you know I don't think that that was a really good experience that I did that knowing that was part of my journey is one of those things so always putting in the positive so for me that wasn't positive really Um, it was challenging to not have that money it was challenging to kind of figure out my way and kind of be on my own but knowing that in a positive way that was part of my path that was part of my journey and then seeing the positive in it that we built this podcast I was able to take a hundred to another level and everything like that so yeah. Yeah. I think on that money note, for me, it's been <laughs> being okay with like the uncertainty yeah. of my income. Yeah. Because it's always kind of been like a guessing game. Yeah. Especially working like when I was in New York working in the bars, when I was doing the fit modeling, like it was just inconsistent. Yeah. I could make a fuck ton of money one week mm-hmm. and then the next week I'm like, oh my God, where is everybody? Mm-hmm. Like it just, it was scary, but I almost didn't give it enough energy or Mm -hmm. attention Mm -hmm. to stress about it. I was like, well, it Mm -hmm. always has worked out. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a risk. I'm living in the most New York and LA, one of the most, two of the most expensive cities to live in, you know? And so to have jobs that don't consistently pay you is like totally risky. But I just, I was doing it because I knew that it would afford me time during the day to audition, would afford Mm -hmm. me time during the day to go to class, Mm -hmm. would afford me time during the day to write and to network. So yeah, I just, I think, you know, now that I'm here and, and Soul is a, a steady income, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
but it's still for me, you know, semi unpredictable, Mm -hmm. you know, because the way in which we're paid on a, you know, Mm -hmm. a scale is unpredictable sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. and you just, we were talking about this the other day, like planning for unexpected expenses, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to remain calm. Mm -hmm. You know, I think just finding peace in the fact that one, I'm, I'm given more time because of the jobs that I've chosen because the risks I've taken in the side jobs that have come to me and I've like invested in that. It gives me more time to focus on my craft, which I know will pay off in the long run, you know, completely. And I think as to put a bow on it, I think the important thing too is like I could talk about my, the risks that I've taken in my life and, you know, even my love life or you could too, but risk taking looks different for everyone. Yeah. So a risk for me could look like quitting my job and not having another job and X, Y, Z, but a risk for you could be taking a different way to drive to work. You know what I mean? It could be saying hi to five people on your way into the office. It could be applying for that job that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. It could be calling a friend you haven't heard from in a while. You know what I mean? Risks look different for everyone else. You kind of need to take a step from the place that you're in, even if it's super small, even if it makes you not that uncomfortable, but a little uncomfortable, taking risks is going to lead you closer to what you really want to do. And if you don't want know what you want to do, taking those tiny risks in any area of your life is going to help you to be better for that. Yeah. And the more often you take them, it just becomes kind of a habit. So yeah. you might, you might take a small risk that could have a huge payout. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. instead of kind of sitting in that fear and being paralyzed by it, just take little little risks mm-hmm. every single day and then yep. you know. it doesn't even need to be the word risk risk seems dramatic mm-hmm. you know it could just be even like little whatevers whatevers yeah you know yeah. swipe left R- swipe right what's what's yeah. yes yes is what's, what's is yes, right Steve? is right swipe right yeah yeah he doesn't know he's drunk <laughs> I love him no, I'm just kidding I love you okay those are great questions great questions fam great questions fam send us more yeah in the almost 30 podcast secret group, we hope, we're discussing it. Yeah, we hope it was helpful. Yep. Kind of all in this together. Yep. You know. Almost 30 podcast on Instagram. Find us on iTunes. Send us this podcast to your friends. And suggest any guests you want to have on. We're open to it. We have mm-hmm. great guests coming up. All right, guys. Hope you have a great week. We love you so much. We love you. Bye. Bye. The one that said that they'd be there when you needed them Peace of mind Don't waste your time with love